Hi, and welcome to Storytime with Rabbi Yitzhiers. Hi, everyone. I am your host, Rabbi Yitzhiers, together with... Me, Yossi, your sidekick! Yay! To send much-needed donations to JRoot Radio, the address is JRoot Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. Uh, JRoot Radio can be found on Naki Radio, and it also can be found on jrootradio.com. And at 712-432-4217. Also, you can call in at 718-506-9099. And you could uh, also follow the archives by following the menu at the end of the show if you would like to call in to tell us what you learned. So the number is 718-683-5858. Of course, uh, if you would like to text in for information about how to sponsor a program or to advertise, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. Also, if you would like to text in a story suggestion with all its details, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. If you are interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhiyerbs for either live storytelling or storytelling on Zoom, uh, and or if you want to hire Rabbi Yitzhiyerbs to do his famous Koyach from the Moyach show, or, or, you know, uh, or you're interested in information on how to learn martial arts lessons or Qigong energy exercises, or if you're interested in art lessons or anything of that nature, you know, uh, for more information, call 718-375-1294. The number again is 718-375-1294. Rabbi Yitzhiyarps' CDs are in most stores, and if you have a CD that is not in the store, you can call the 718 number 375-1294 to ask for uh, the current list to be faxed or uh, emailed. Rabbi Yitzhiyerbs' books are also on sale in stores also at your local farmer's store. Okay, hope you don't mind that I did all that. No, it's quite alright, so I guess we can go straight to the story now. Okay, so uh, once again, uh, this week is sponsoring it as a Rafua Shalema for Chaim Yosef Tzvi Ben Sarah Miriam. And also as a Refuah Shalema for Refoil Avram Yitzchok Ben Gittel. Okay, um, so um, uh, you have a story? Me? <coughs> um, didn't we discuss last week that you're telling a story? It is other. Mishenichnas, Mishenichnas, other. Marbe, Marbe, Marimizimcha. Ay, ay, ay. Mishenichnas, other. Ay, ay, ay. Rabbi Herbs, we make a great team, don't we? <laughs> okay, Bor Hashem for that. Okay, so, uh, ha ha, and Simcha, 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 I should say, right? That's the way it goes. Uh, yeah, well, there's some people, uh, 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 we're not discussing that now. <clears throat> Time for a story. So, um, <laughs> last week we made up that you, We'll tell the story. So, do you have a story? Actually, yes, I do. You do? I do. As a matter of fact, it's called 
You ready? That's the name of the story? You ready? No, no, no. I want to know if you're ready for me to tell the story. Of course I'm ready for you to tell the story. So just tell me what the name of the story is and tell everybody out there. All our listeners want to know the name of the story. Okay. The name of the story is called Pokeach Ivrim. Pokeach Ivrim? Yep. <laughs> that's an interesting name. Where'd you come up with that one? Uh, that's, that's because, you know, when I read this story, I, 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 I really thought that, you know, like, oh, I could call it uh, uh, Purimsville, or I could call it uh, uh, Purim to remember, or uh, Titus Hester to remember, or a bellyache, or whatever, you know, but I decided that when the whole story is done, it really, like, opens your eyes to see that a Kaddish Bacham runs the world and everything is seen clearly. And if you take note to the things around you properly, wow, it, it, it's, like, unbelievable. So, therefore, based on all of that, I was just thinking that maybe, just maybe, the best name for the story is, uh, um, 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 po yeah, yeah, yeah. So it depends. If you follow Rab Zalman Han, uh, so then it's Pokeach Ivirim. If you follow the Gra, it's Pokeach Ivirim. Uh, wow, you know your dick duck well. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm learning from you. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's good. Okay, anyhow, so uh, the name of your story apparently is... Not, it's Pokeach Ivirim. Okay, it's all yours. Uh, and are you going to interrupt like I do? <laughs> I hope not. I mean, well, if there's some parts that you leave out or you get stuck, yeah, you can let me know. I'm still hanging around here. Okay, here it goes. <laughs> and it's all right if I take a part in the story. Well, of course. Why not? I mean, there's many people that make a play, and you know, uh, and they act in their plays also, you know. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, okay, so here it goes. I hear what goes. Uh, my story. Okay. I'm ready to hear your story. Go ahead. Take it away. Uh, uh, the, the story is Pokeach Rim, and this week is going to be told by Yossi in honor of upcoming Purim and the fact that it is Adar. So, take it away. All right. Well, anyway, this story took place not 157 and a half years ago, not 2022 and a half years ago, not three and a quarter years ago, but it took place approximately, I would say, uh, maybe uh, 20 years ago, at least. You know, so the year 2000 or 2001, something like that. Now, of course, since this took place, uh, you know, like uh, here in New York City, you know, so... Uh, uh, you know, that, that to protect people's privacy, you know, and things like that, so, uh... You're gonna change the names? I, I thought you weren't going to interrupt. <laughs> You're funny. Hey, now you know what it feels like, you know, but I mean, I wasn't really gonna interrupt for an interruption. I'm just saying is that you're going to change the names, obviously. Oh, yeah, 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 sure. I'm gonna change the names uh, of the characters, of course, of course, of course, of course. Okay, so anyways... Um, and we'll start off with this Ganef, okay? Um, um, uh, so there, there was this Ganef. His name was Edmund Ganofsky. Edmund Ganofsky. What's an interesting name for a Ganef? Ganofsky. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so anyways, uh, as I was saying, uh, uh, 
And so what happened was is Edmund Ganowski, uh, um, um, he was a very big thief. <laughs> okay, I know what I gotta do here. If my information is right that I picked up over here, uh, there's this Frenchman that happens to be uh, living in New York at this present moment. <laughs> yes, this Frenchman. Uh, let's see if I remember. Let me get my paper out over here. Yeah. Uh, here it is, my paper. Yes. Okay, he's a big, big stamp collector. Pierre de Bonnet. <laughs> Pierre de Bonnet is a big stamp collector. <laughs> so I know what I gotta do. You know what I gotta do is I gotta go over and take this person over here, Pierre uh, de Bonnet, and I gotta go over <laughs> and I gotta rob him. Yeah. So then I could probably pawn his stem collection, or if not, if it's a hot stem collection item, uh, where was that article that I saw? Oh yeah, it was in the local newspaper. Let me get it out. Okay, here it is. Uh, let's see now. Uh, famous stem collector Pierre de Monet is now in New York. And the reason why he's in his New York office is because he's going to be putting in a week, uh, oh, it's next week. <laughs> he's going to be putting on the STEM collection on display in one of those, I don't know how to read that word because I'm not that smart, but I'm not that, uh, not too smart, but I'm, I'm just smart. I'm just right. Okay, so, hey, let me see now. I got it. Okay, so he's going to, oh, wow, 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 wow. That steam collection is valued at a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> boy, oh boy, that's a pretty, uh, a pretty expensive steam collection. Now I could uh, sell it on the black market, and I could make a profit, or I could take it to one of my pawn shops that I have <laughs> some connection with. But you know, if it's too hot stuff, they won't want to take it now. But I could sell it. Like in a couple of weeks from now, yeah. I'm sure in between, to make a living in between that, I'm sure such a rich guy like that, he probably has other items hanging around here. <laughs> sure, sure. There's no question about it. Moin, moin. Yeah. Okay, so let me make my plans right. Okay, so I did study this guy, Pierre uh, de Bonnet. I did study him for a while. I watched his uh, habits when he comes out of the building, when he goes into the building. Yeah. And it seemed to be just right on these Thursday nights. Well, he likes to go over and he goes out to dine, you know. He eats in like a restaurant or something like that. Yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. So, therefore, uh, the best time for me to rob would be after I see him come out. Okay, now do I got all my burglar tools around here? Let me see. Oh, yeah, I got my tools here. Yeah. Yep, I got everything. All right, so now I got everything. So now we just got to put off the robbery. <laughs> okay. Okay, now oh, let me just sweep my time. And so, sure enough, uh, um, 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 this guy, uh, Edmund, 
Ganovsky. Ah, uh, yeah, you're right. That's what I was going to say. Edmund Ganovsky, he waited his time, and he waited to the right time Thursday night that he had a wink, and he went over, and he went, and he stood in front of that big, uh, 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 you know, uh, I don't want to call it a, a luxury apartment or something, where this guy, Pierre de Bonnet, has an apartment here, because sometimes he does business in New York, uh, and he does business, of course, where he comes from, from France. Except that, you know, that um, it's too expensive to keep renting hotels for such a long time. So, <laughs> he is a smart businessman, and you don't become rich uh, by not using your head. <laughs> so, I'm sure he uses his head somewhat. Okay. Anyways, uh, uh, back to you. You're right. Here I am standing in front of the building. And I just gotta wait for him to come out. Okay, let me see. Let me uh, get into the. Oh, there he is! There he is! Ah, Mr. Dorman, how are you today? I'm fine, sir. That is very good. Alright, uh, I am leaving to my usual Thursday night uh, restaurant. Where I eat with some of my friends. Oh yes, uh, do business with people at the same time. Okay, so you keep an eye on the building. Of course I keep an eye on the building. It's not just your building, there are a lot of tenants here. I always keep my eye on the tenants. Okay, that is very good. Okay, uh, I will be on my way. Uh, au revoir. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, right. Okay, bye. <laughs> very nice man. Very nice man. All right, now back to my job here. Gotta watch the door. <laughs> Only let people in that recognize or show me proper ID. La cha 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 cha. All right, so that guy, he stays by the door, and is what I gotta do. All right, uh, let's see. He put out the garbage on schedule. Yep, there it is. Okay, he's put out those garbage bags, and now let me pass by and put my little bag popper on it. Okay, he doesn't realize that I'm trouble. <laughs> let me stick it on. Okay, I put it on. <laughs> okay, now that stuff is on. I'll just uh, stay over here in this little corner here where he doesn't notice me and wait for that uh, little thing to pop. It's a small little bomb, it's just not uh, like, but it'll blow the garbage all over the place. <laughs> Can't wait. Oh my goodness, what is that? The garbage flying all over. I got hit with a banana peel. Ugh, gucky. Oh my goodness, what happened here? Hmm, how did that garbage can explode like that? <laughs> Who would bomb a garbage can? Ah, you know what? Probably somebody put, oh, like one of those uh, aerosol cans and uh, the pressure exploded. Yeah, 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 that's probably what it was. You know what? I don't want people to trip on this. Let me go over there and straighten this out a little bit. He's doing exactly what I thought he was going to do. Okay, let me go to the door, and even though the door is closed, I have my little lock-picking tools. <laughs> didn't even hear me go in. Okay, let me go in here, and let's see. 
is on the fifth floor. So let me go in the elevator. Oh, it's a good thing these buttons work when I'm wearing my gloves. Okay, everything is good now. Oh boy, oh boy. Everything is fine. Okay, let's see what's going on here. Okay, I see what's happening. <laughs> okay. <coughs> My stomach always goes down when I hit the elevator. <laughs> when it stops, I should say. Okay, now let's see what this elevator's doing now. Aha! 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 Okay. Door open. Oh, I gotta press the door. <laughs> okay, now, uh, apartment 4B. Let's see. Oh, wait, no. 5B, I mean. That's <laughs> the fifth floor. Oh, <laughs> me and my brains, you know. <laughs> okay, here it is. 5B. Alright, uh, let me see now. Um, if I remember correctly, he doesn't have an alarm on the door itself, so let me pick the lock. <laughs> this is fantastic. I can't believe it. This is really great, I'm telling you. I can't believe that I'm doing this, but I am. Okay, this is great, great, great! Oh, I'm so happy. Oh, this is working out fantastic! Yes, indeed. Okay, so now, what do I gotta do? Oh, let me look around, let me put on my flashlight. Okay! <laughs> I'm inside here! Oh, wait, I don't think I should make so much noise. <laughs> should be talking lower to myself. Okay, so let's see now. I got this here to do. Uh-huh. And I got this to do. And just one moment, please. Okay, now let me get up to my, uh, <coughs> what do we call this thing here? Alrighty. Um, let me see now. My tools, yes. Okay. Oh, come, it's not working. Okay. I see. All right, let me get to my tools here. All right, I got my tools out. All right, now let me take my tools here and just let me go about this the right way. Yes. All right, before I use my tools, I got to find where they have the... <laughs> Gotta find what they have. Uh, where is that thing I'm looking for? Oh, yeah, just the safe. Where does he have it? Has this apartment here? Let me see. Wait a minute. That picture over there looks a little crooked. Oh, <laughs> that must be it. Let me just go over there and take the picture off. I'm good thing I'm wearing my gloves. <laughs> okay, there it is. Beautiful safe. Let me get my stethoscope out. Let me put this up here. I'll put my electronic thing over here like this. Amplifies more. Okay, here we go. Time to open the cape. 
Oh boy, this is working. It's falling into place. Oh, I got a number. Oh boy, one more number to go. All right, I got it. We open the safe. Oh, this is great. Okay, always. Whoa, look at this. A little display thing. Whoa! <laughs> this is cool. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. This is cool. A lot of stamp cuts and foreign stamps and everything. Wow, whoa, whoa. Watch that in the corner there. Let me see this. <laughs> hey! A gold watch. Woohoo! This must be worth a fortune. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, 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 good, good thing. I got it, I got it, I got it. Let me take this too. So, until the stamps cool down, I got this gold watch to sell. Porn. <laughs> It'll be great. Let me close up the safe. Let me put the picture back on. All right, and let me get out of here. No fingerprints, no nothing. Nothing looks like that. <laughs> It'll be a while before he discovers his stamps are missing. <laughs> It'll be quite a while before he realizes his stamps are missing. Yes! <laughs> and so what happened was is that uh, uh, this Garnet, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, um, Edmund? Yeah, yeah, Edmund Garnofsky. Uh, so he got home eventually, and he took all his stuff back home, uh, and he, you know, wherever his little broken down apartment was, I decided he has to do things the smart way. All right. Now, the first thing is, I gotta take the stamp out. Let me take one of these most expensive stamps here and put it in my new crocodile wallet over here. It's a pretty big stamp, so it can't get loose. And this way I could show people I got this collection of my people, and then I could <laughs> do what I gotta do. Yeah, that's what I gotta do. I gotta do what I gotta do. <laughs> Alrighty. So that's that. Okay, now, meanwhile, hey, let me take this gold watch and see if I could sell it somewhere to one of my pawn shops. Uh, let's see now. Let me go down. And so he traveled down to one of his pawn shops in lower Manhattan somewhere, and he got there to the guy. Hey, how you doing in there? Hey, uh, hey, uh, Ed, Edmund. Hey, hey, what do you got over there? You got some stuff here for me to pawn? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got some stuff here. Listen, uh, nobody else is here. Okay, it's pretty quiet today in the store. Okay, let me show you what I got here. Uh, yeah, yeah, show, show me what you got. Let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. All right, so this is what I got over here, okay? So what I got is uh, this over here. Uh, this over here, you're not showing me anything. Look at it. It's a stamp. Hey, you want to go over and sell me a stamp? I can go to the post office, man. What's the matter with you? Uh, no, no, no. You don't understand. Uh, it's not just a stamp. Look at it. All right. I'm going to look at it. Don't worry about a thing. I'm going to look at it. Let me take a look at this uh, stamp here. Let me see. Wow, wow, wow. Hey, listen here, man. This is a hot stamp. Where you get this? Where you get this? They never mind where I get it. You know, I don't tell you where I get my stuff, and you, you usually pawn this stuff. Yeah, but man. This stuff is traceable. What do you mean traceable? It means that if, if I try to sell this here, you know, people are going to buy this, they're going to see it's part of a collection. You, you know what I mean? 
is a very expensive collection. The last person I saw that has such a collection like this, it's a very rare collection. It belongs to a person named Pierre uh, de Bonnet. Uh, this doesn't have to come to him, does it? Uh, never mind where it comes from, okay? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Forget to stand now, okay? You know what? We have to wait until things calm down, okay? Because maybe uh, the Bonnet lost it and I found it, you know? Whatever it is, you know, so they just keep it quiet. Oh, no, but listen, here's what I want you to do. Uh, how about the meanwhile, if you can't pawn the stamps, how about this watch here? Look at this watch. And he showed him the watch. Hey, wait a minute, man. This is not a, just a simple watch. Hey, this it could be a $500,000 watch. What's the matter with you? This is a specialty watch. Hey, man, look at this. Look at this watch. Look here in the back. Here. You see, it's got a serial number. It could be traced. Anybody wearing this watch isn't going to be noticeable. You know, so this, uh, this is a designer watch, man. And this is not so simple a watch. It's more than a Rolex or something. I don't know, man. I don't know what, you know, what I mean. It's, it's, it's a, no, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. You know what I mean? I cannot have taken this watch for you. I cannot. If I was a you, I would not be caught with this hot stuff. You know what I mean? And so, meanwhile, he tried a couple of other porn shots that he usually does business with, and nobody wanted to touch his stuff because it was too hot. Too hot? He was going to burn his hands? No, 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 Rabbi Harris, when it says too hot, what it means is that it, it's like uh, uh, it's like stolen goods, and it means if you try to point it, the police and the detectives, the FBI, uh, the military, the Navy, the Army, the SEALs, I don't know, they're all going to try to come after you. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay, so you have to explain that to the audience. Uh, yeah, I just did. Okay, well, all right, go ahead. Okay, so anyways, so he realized he has a problem. So there he was, walking around the streets. But the meantime, I gotta tell ya about someone else. Okay, this is a nice yeshiva bacha. Okay, he was about 15 years old. And we're gonna call him, um, um, um. You're gonna call him, um, um, um? No, 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 no. He went to, I think, uh, it was like a massif, the yeshivas, yesoides, taira, something like that, okay? Uh, 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 now that's a real yeshiva? No, I'm making it up because, you know, I just, you know, to, to protect the pr 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 to protect the privacy. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Okay, so what was the name of the Yeshiva Bacha? Oh, the Yeshiva Bacha, his name was Yanko Gittenhartz. Gittenhartz, okay, that's a nice name, I like that. And his tati was Shemayol, and his mommy was Devora. And these two people got together one day, so I gotta tell you a little bit about this part before I tell you again about the Ganev. Okay, go ahead. I'm listening, and I'm sure if I'm listening, so is everybody else listening. Okay, so let me tell you what happened. You're trying to do that for a long time. Yeah, yeah, so let me get to it. Okay, so what ended up happening was as follows. Yeah, I'm listening. Okay, so what ended up happening was is that uh, um, uh, his parents a long time ago decided. Well, um, Demaila... I think that Yankel needs a good education, and I heard that Yeshiva's Yesoide Taylor is a very good Yeshiva, and not only is the learning good, but they also have a program where they push Midas uh, say They teach them to be kind to one another. They teach them to be Makitai. They teach them a whole bunch of things. I, I, I like what I... Heard about this yeshiva. Well, 
Shmayahu, if you think that uh, Yankel is ready to go to a, a sleepaway yeshiva and you think it will benefit him, then I mask him. All right, now we just got to get Yankel to be mask him. All right, Maria, so this is the part where I'm going to play this guy's part, okay? All right, it's your story. You can do whatever you want. Ah, uh, yeah, can I brush my teeth in the middle? You see? I'm just kidding. It's me, Shanech, not other. Marvin, Marvin. Ah, I'm here I got a story to tell. Oh, yeah, go ahead. <coughs> go ahead. Okay, I'm going ahead. So, uh, they called him downstairs from the upstairs because they had a duplex, okay? So, uh, uh, you know what a duplex is. Yes, yeah, a two-story house. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, okay, so what happened was they, uh, they called him. Uh, Yankel, uh, Mommy and I want to talk to you. Yes, Mommy, what is it? Uh, yeah, yes, uh, we were just thinking that, you know, uh, for the, for the new Zaman, I think, uh, this year we'll register you in a new yeshiva, uh, I mean, it's new for you, but not new out there. Uh, yeshiva Yesoidois Taira. Yeshiva Yesoidois Taira? Oh, wow, sounds good. A dormitory. Well, you do send me to sleepaway camp, so uh, I guess I could be ready for a, a, a dormitory. All right, very nice. So uh, we'll make that arrangements with you. Okay, I like that. And sure enough, they made those arrangements. But it's one thing to go to a sleepaway camp, uh, and there's another thing to be in the yeshiva, because then... Uh, you know, in the dormitory that uh, doesn't allow you to come home so often, that means uh, you can get more homesick if you're not used to this. Because, you know, like, uh, after the summer, you know you're coming home, and then if you're going to go away, right away to a sleepaway camp... I mean, why are you explaining that? Oh, because uh, I didn't hear you explain it. Oh, okay. So you want me to explain it what reason? Well, uh... Because um, I, I realized that when you're telling the story, I remember the story telling it about 20 years ago. Wow, you do. What a memory. Well, yeah, but I, I think it's important for you to say this part. Uh, uh, what part? The part that you left out now. Okay, okay, I'll do it, I'll do it. Okay, so anyways, so Yankala, uh, uh, Gittin Hearts, he was a very interesting boy, and, and he liked to go to sleepaway camp a lot, you know, but, you know, he didn't realize that if he goes to a sleepaway camp in the summertime, then in the year, right away, he's going to go also to a, a dormitory, and then he's going to be there, like, all day long, and then he has to learn, and then he has to do all these other stuff that he has to do in the dormitory, and he's going to be away longer from his parents, and being homesick could get to him. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Now you are talking. So, uh, he had a friend over there named Zevi, okay? And Zevi uh, was a person that came from, um, um, Zevi, where did you come from? Oh, uh, me, I originally come from Morocco, yes, uh, coming from Morocco, and uh, my parents are working on leaving the country, of Morocco, but they managed to get me out with one of my uncles, so therefore, in between them, they sent me here to uh, be in this dormitory. 
So I learned to live uh, pretty much uh, without him and learned to say Gamsun Tov a lot of times and to appreciate all the goodness that Hashem is giving me. And, uh, oh, uh, excuse me for a minute if you don't mind. Uh, why? What's going on? Uh, there I, I see Yankala. Yankala, uh, 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 what is the matter? Oh, nothing much. Hi, and now sometimes I, 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 uh, let me put my books down here for a second. Okay, I, I, I put my books down. All right, all right. Well, you see, the thing is, um, um, you know, um, I, I put my books down and, and, um, <sighs> I don't know if I should tell you. Uh, come on, you can tell me. I'm your friend, Zabby. Come on, you tell me. Uh, we're friends, you know. Something bothers you, you tell me, and maybe I can help you. I, I don't know. I, I'm starting to get a little homesick. Oh, you're starting to get a little homesick? Why would a guy like you uh, be a little homesick? It does not make sense that you should be homesick. It really doesn't. Well, you know, um, see, the thing is that I, um, I, um, well, um, you know, I, I miss my parents, and I didn't realize... I go away for the summer, that's such a long time, and then I come back home, but I'm not there to stay. And then like a week after I was home, I'm already here in the yeshiva. And you know, like, they don't have like these off Shabbosim so often here because the yeshiva is so far out and everything. Ah, uh, you know what I mean? Ah, uh, yes, I know exactly what you mean. It's not a problem. So let me share with you. Think of the good things. When you cannot see them in person, you call them, don't you? I, I do, but that's when I miss them even more, because when I speak to them, I, I wish I was there with them. Oh, yes. But you should be thankful that they sent you to a good yeshiva where you could learn, and not just learn Torah, but to learn to live Torah, that you could do uh, midos tevas and everything like that. This is a very, very important thing to do. You know that, don't you? Uh, yeah, I, I, I do. I really do. You're right. I, I, I definitely do. All right. So, with that in mind, let me explain to you that uh, I am here, your friend, and we can talk to each other. And uh, you should know, uh, look at me. I should be more homesick than you. Uh, really? Like, why? Why should you be more homesick than me? Uh, that is because, if you notice, that I come from Morocco. And very not so always good over there. Some places good, some places not. But, you know, to be a more uh, religious and to be able to learn Torah is so much better if you're here in America or in Eretz Israel or something like that. But anyways, uh, but my parents managed to get me out of Morocco. They still have problem to leave the country. But right now, they sent me here because uh, one of my uncles were able to get out and he said that, uh, whatever it was, I don't remember exactly, but he got me here to come to uh, this country. And so here I am. <laughs> so I'm very much here, okay? And I'm not there. So I'm very happy. And yes, I miss my parents very much, but I think about that I am here doing what they want. And that's the best given of aim. It's just like Yaakov Avino. When he was away from his parents' house for so long. The 14 years that he was in the yeshiva of Shem Eva was not counted 
as not doing the mitzvah of kibbutz of M, because then he was doing the mitzvah of kibbutz of M the best way possible, because which parent does not want their children to learn Torah? However, in the years that he was there, for the 22 years that he was there in a, what do you call it, place? Uh, by Lavan? Yes, when he was there by Lavan. Okay, uh, those years, that was a little bit different, okay? Because when he was there for those years, uh, he was not able to do the Kibbutz of Aim the right way. So those years were counted. Aha! Wow, you know, you're such a great friend. You're so comforting. Wow. Um, uh, what, you, uh, do you realize your shoes are ripped over there? Uh, yes, I realize it. Um, you know, it could be cold when you go outside. Uh, yes, it could be very cold when I go outside, but don't worry about me. Uh, why not? Uh, that is because that even though it is cold outside, but I just want you to know... <coughs> Are you catching a cold? No, no, no. <laughs> I just had to clear my throat. Uh, anyways, I just want you to know that um, the actuality is that uh, I, uh, you know what? You share me problem, I share problem with you. Uh, I don't have extra money. I try to save some extra money and maybe one day I can buy myself a pair of shoes. Ah, I see. Yeah. It's going to happen. You'll see. You'll see. You'll see. And so, what happened is as follows. So, let me tell you what was going on, okay? Okay, so let me tell you. You see, what happened was is as follows. You see, as I was saying, are you listening? Of course I'm listening. Everybody else is listening too. You have to use your imagination, uh, you see. You have to remember when you're talking, you have to picture that the audience is listening. And you can't have any stalling and quiet times in between. you got to be consistent with your story. Ah, okay, okay, I got the idea. All right, uh, I'll do that. Okay, I have to be consistent with my story. That's exactly what I just told you. So get moving. Uh, I'm not moving, I'm staying right here. you see, you know what I mean. Oh, with the story, okay. So anyways, what happened was is, it came closer to Purim. And he asked the Rosh Hashiva, uh, 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 Excuse me, uh, Rosh Hashiva, may I speak to you? Oh, yes, of course. Come on, come on, come inside. What can I do for you? Uh, well, I was just wondering, you know, um, I know that the Yeshiva doesn't give us off to go home for Purim. The next time we have a Benes Barim, is like Pesach time. That's right, that's right. We give you off the month of Nisan, yes. What's the problem? Well, I miss my parents a lot and everything. And I know that Purim is a big thing in yeshivas and everything. But I was just wondering if I could have permission this time to, like, go home for Purim. What do you say? Well, I'll tell you what. This is your first year here, and at the same time, you're doing a wonderful job. All your Abayim tell me you're learning wonderful. So since you are learning wonderful, I'm going to give you special permission. You can go home the day before Tainas Esther. This way, actually, no. You know what? You're fasting anyways, Tainas Esther. So why lose a day of learning? You leave uh, Tainas Esther morning, okay? Oh, 
Okay. Thank you very much. And so what happened was, um, he couldn't wait for that day to come, but he didn't stop learning right. He was still learning very well. He was mama's a big mustard. Yes, indeed. So anyway, so let me tell you what happened. So, um, he, uh, arrived in New York. But it was a very interesting day that he arrived in New York. Because the same day that he arrived in New York was the same day. Let me guess. Let me guess. Uh, our Ganeth, Edmund Ganofsky, was still having trouble pawning off his stuff that he stole. That's right, Rabbi Yerbs and everybody else there. That's exactly what happened. Okay, I see. So tell us what happened. All right, uh, let's go over to um, um, Edmund. Edmund Ganofsky, are you there? Yoo-hoo! Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. You gave me such a big break. I was able to drink a, a, a little cookies and milk, you know, whatever. <laughs> okay, anyways, uh, let's see now. Where was I? Oh, yes. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I keep one stamp in just in case I bump into somebody over here that one of my guys or my type of people are looking for this collection. But boy, oh boy, boy, that French guy, whoo, when he opened his safe, oh, I heard what happened. He was going crazy. Hey, what happened? And I can't believe it. I cannot believe what happened to you. My safe, my safe. It was open. Somebody knew the combination. I don't know how it happened. Oh, but I will hire uh, the police. I mean, I don't hire the police. I will call the police, the FBI, the Marines, the Navy, uh, the Navy SEALs, uh, the CIA, everybody, whatever is possible to call, I will call them to be able to uh, uh, stop their people who ever stole this. If it was one person or 20, I don't know who is involved. This collection is very expensive. And so what happened was is that all this information about the stamp collection was in the paper. And therefore, at that moment, there was not a good time to try to sell the stamps. But he also mentioned about the watch, but not as strongly as he mentioned the stamps. So he was still trying to pawn off the watch. And finally, one pawnbroker told him straight up, Hey, what's the time, Edmund, are you listening? Uh, yes, I'm listening. All right. This watch is too hot to pawn. Do you understand that? This, whoever gets caught with this watch, it could be in big trouble. Haven't you been reading the papers lately? Don't you know the police and the FBI are out there searching for the thieves who stole the stamp collection? And at the same time, even though it's not the most important part, but it's still an expensive watch. Okay? Yeah, uh, you, you, you gotta get rid of uh, this watch, that's what you gotta do. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you gotta. Uh, uh, if you know what's good for you. Because if you're seen with this watch, you're in big trouble. Uh, if I were you, I would sell it just to get rid of it. You know what I mean? Because if you throw it in the garbage, that's a waste. Why don't you get something out of it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, who's gonna give me a hundred dollars for this? Two hundred dollars? Are you kidding? That watch is worth at least a ten thousand dollars. It's a custom-made gold watch. It got jewels in it too. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, who's gonna give me ten thousand? Nobody. Cause when you ask for such an amount of money, you know what they're gonna tell you? Ah, this must be a hot item. So if I were you, I would try to sell it as an imitation gold watch. And whatever you get for it, you get for it. Okay? And if I were you, I would forge a receipt. 
You forge a receipt? What do you mean? I have to pretend that you bought this watch. And whenever you sell it to you, got to come up with a, 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 a sob story. A sob story? You know, a make-believe story that somebody feels sorry for you. Like, say, uh, uh, your mother's in the hospital and you need to buy her a gift and this is all you have around and, and you want to sell it. Oh, I like that idea. Okay, it's a good idea. Now, on that same day, just happened to be the same exact day that little old Yankala Kittenhearts came in. Yeah, and he came off the train station. Wow, this is New York again. I put my feet down in New York. Wow. I was some bus ride to the Port Authority, then with the train ride, now back here in New York, and then from here I gotta go uh, to the other place to get home, and, whoa, wait a minute, I saved up some money to buy some nice tchotchkes for my family. Ay ay ay! I was afraid to buy nash and food because it might squish and spoil, but you know what, I can give them a present anyways, might not be yikes in the midst of Mishloach Badas, but it'll be something. Okay, so let me go into some of these stores. And so, sure enough, he went into some of the stores. And he went over and he bought a present for his little, 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 little bitty sister. And he bought a present for his little, little, biggy, biggy sister. And he bought a present for his biggy, biggy, biggy sister. And his medium-sized brother. Okay, so that's what he did. And he was left with about $20 in his wallet, besides having the money to be able to go on the train back to his home. So, uh, let's continue. Uh, what do you mean, let's continue? You're telling the story, not me. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, so anyway, so what happened was is, at that time, that Edmund was walking around. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, i got to get rid of this watch. Hey, you over there. Hey, come here. I want to talk to you a second. Uh, you talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. What is it? Hey, you want to buy this watch here? It's a nice watch. I'll give it to you for a hundred bucks. <laughs> That's like a three-week salary for a guy like me. Goodbye. Find someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe I shouldn't try a uh, hundred bucks. I gotta get rid of this watch. I can't be caught with this watch. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Hey, wait a minute. Yeah, there's a man over there. Excuse me, sir. Can I talk to you? Hey, you want to talk to me? What do you want to talk about, eh? Want to talk about the weather? I'll talk about the weather. And you want to talk about the uh, baseball game? I'm sorry, I don't know anything about that. If you want to talk about pickles or onions and garlic, eh, that I know, because I'm in that business, okay? <laughs> what do you want? It wouldn't know if you want to buy a nice watch. And let me see the watch. <laughs> That's too expensive for me. Hey, uh, you can't fool me. That's a $10,000 watch. Well, no, it's an imitation. An imitation? All right, how much are you selling that for? Uh, I would like to sell it for uh, 50 bucks. 50 bucks? I'm going to take a watch for 50 bucks, and then when I'm pickling pickles, or pickling onions and garlic, or whatever, and then I'm going to get it messed up. No way, sir. I'm sorry. I don't need it. Goodbye. Yeah. Well, you know what? Then? Well, let me see. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hey. Oh, there's a kid over there. Hey. Uh, yeah, he's probably gullible. 
Excuse me, sonny boy, can I talk to you? Uh, you're talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. Who do you think I'm talking to? The wall? Here, come here, come here, come here. Listen here, I want to show you something, but you know, I'm afraid that somebody might try to steal them from me. So here, come in this alleyway over here. Uh, I don't try anything funny, you know. Um, uh, because, you know, um, uh, uh, you know, like, I I'll scream, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 sure, sure. I'm not going to do anything. Yeah, why, why, why don't I do anything like that? All right, listen here. I want to show you this watch. See this watch? Isn't it nice? Uh, I don't know much about watches, so I'm sorry. I mean, it looks shiny and everything. It looks like it's gold. Yeah, it's just imitation gold. Well, listen here. I'd like to sell them to you. You got 50 bucks, maybe? Yeah, it'll be a great gift. Hey, you know, it's before your holiday. You're Jewish. I can tell by that skull cap. Hey, don't you give presents and things like that? Uh, why? Uh... Uh, I, uh, why, how do you know about those things? Oh, you know, just a lucky guess, you know, holidays. It's a good, good gift uh, season time. Okay, so listen to me. Are you listening? Yeah, I'm listening. I'm listening. Go ahead. Well, you can buy this watch for your father. Well, okay, how much is that? Oh, uh, 50 bucks. $50. I'm sorry. I don't have that much money. I'm very sorry. I, 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 can't, I can't do that, okay? I'm sorry. Hey, listen. I'll tell you what. 30 bucks? Uh, 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 uh. Uh, okay, uh, listen, my final offer, because this is like giving it below the cost that I paid for it. Uh, uh, really? Uh, how much are you going to sell it? I'll sell it for 20 bucks. Uh, really? Uh, how do I know it's worth 20 bucks? Here, here, let me show you this. Let me take out my wallet here. Okay. Oh, wow, an interesting wallet, a crocodile. Oh, that wallet. Oh, that's cute. I see that. I see that. Uh-huh. I see that. Uh-huh. I see that too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, sir, um, what are you trying to show me? Uh, 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 I'll show you this receipt. You see, uh, the receipt shows I paid sixty dollars for this watch, and you don't want to pay fifty dollars, so I'm gonna sell it you below cost and sell it for twenty bucks. Oh, why would you want to sell it to me for so little? I mean, you're gonna lose money. Oh, you see, my mother is sick in the hospital, and what I gotta do is I want to buy her a nice gift. But I don't have any money, and I live out of town. So therefore, uh, you know, I don't have much money left on me. I don't have anything left. I just had this watch that I bought the other day, and I didn't think about my mother at the time. But now, I realize I should have, uh, so I need some money uh, to buy something at least. You know, maybe some flowers or something. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, that's chesed. Okay, you know what? I I I'll buy it for $20, okay? All right, here it is. Uh, good luck to you. Thank you. <laughs> A foolish kid. He doesn't know what he has. Well, you know what? To make sure I don't lose the watch. Uh, for now, I'll, I'll, I'll put it on my wrist. Yeah, okay. There it goes. Yeah, okay. Hey, sonny boy. Can I see you for a minute? Oh, no. Not another stranger. What do you want to sell me? A lollipop or a, or, 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 or a filter fish machine? Or, 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 what is it, sir? <laughs> You're a funny kid. I heard your Jewish Purim holiday is a funny holiday. Okay, listen to me. Uh, my name is Detective uh, Carmine Galino. Uh, uh, Detective Lieutenant Carmine Galino. Uh, uh, I said I'm Detective Lieutenant uh, Carmine Galino. Oh, oh, oh okay. Uh, how are you doing, Mr. Carmine? I'm doing fine. I need to talk to you about that watch that you are wearing. Oh, okay. What do you want to know? You need to know where you got it. Uh, 
what I mean? We are oh, the police. You're the police. Right? We have to remember that. Okay, uh, well, you know, uh, uh, there was this man, uh, and he was like over there before, and, uh, you know, he offered to sell me this watch. He said it cost at least, you know, $60 what he paid. He showed me a receipt and everything. Uh, and, and, you know, he said he, he bought him there, but he needs money for his, you know, mother because he's got to visit his mother in the hospital. He's from out of town and everything. So he's willing to sell it to me. I told him I only had $20, so he sold it to me for $20. Uh, you don't mind if I see that. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't think you're going to steal it because you're the police, right? Oh, that's right. Uh, the question is, if you stole it... Huh? I paid for it, $20. What are you talking about? Uh, let me take a look at that, please. Uh-huh. Let's see. Whoa. Um, sir, I don't know how to tell you this, but um, this is a stolen watch. What? I, I didn't steal it. I, I... Uh, well, you're going to have to prove you didn't steal it because you have the stolen goods in your possession. And if you have the stolen goods in your possessions, we have the right to believe that you stole it. You see, look at this uh, serial in the back. It's a registered monarch. This is a $10,000 watch. Well, 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 what do you say? A, a $10,000 watch. Oh, well, well, um, near that, uh, like uh, that restaurant over there, uh, that's, that's where he was, I'll tell you. All right, if you can find this person and we can prove that he's going to sell it to you, then you're off the hook. Okay, come, let's go. Uh, yes, yes, sir, yes, sir, right away. Uh, this way, uh, okay, we're standing here. Well, you know what? Maybe, maybe if he's a thief and he was lying, so he didn't take the $20 for his mother, maybe he went to buy a meal inside. That's a good idea. All right, uh, let's go inside here. And meantime, I'm going to radio in for backup. Uh, this is, uh, hello, hello, yes, uh, uh, this is Lieutenant, uh, this is Lieutenant, uh, Carmine Galino, okay, um, and, uh, can you please send up backup? Yes, yeah, we'll do that, uh, as soon as possible, yes, oh, give it this, the location. And so he gave the location where everything was. And then, of course, after he gave the location, so you know, there's no question about it, that, uh, he gave him the location, and sure enough, as enough is sure, uh, as Rabbi Herb should say, enough is sure, I mean, sure enough, uh, so what happened was this, uh, the backup came, and they were waiting outside. Alright, you guys, wait out here until I call you if I need any backup. Okay, young man, let's go inside the restaurant. Okay, uh, do you see me? I hope no one thinks I'm coming here to buy because, you know, it's not a kosher restaurant. And besides, it's Tynus Esther, you know. And uh, let's see what's going on here, you know. <laughs> I remember my Rebbe telling us that Mishinich that's under Bar Mestimcha and the Aloha is, it brings down over there that if a person has to have a dintaira or something, or what? A, a, a court case or some sort of a judgment, you try to have it uh, in the month of Adra. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I'm very confident that everything will turn out good because I didn't steal. All right, where's the guy? <gasps> oh, look, he's over there by that table. He's sitting all alone. Uh, 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 all right, now let's let's walk over there casually, and then I'll suddenly flash my badge. Okay, <laughs> just relax. All right, let's go. Uh, okay, uh, um, is this the man? Yeah, he's the man. He is the one that sold it to me. All right. Um, excuse me, sir. Uh, you don't mind if I ask you a question? 
Yeah, you want to ask me a question? Uh, what's your question? Well, first of all, my name is Lieutenant. Uh, I'm a detective, you understand? Uh, detective Lieutenant Carmine Galeno. Oh, uh, how are you, Mr. Uh, Lieutenant, uh, Mr. Policeman? Uh, what can I do for you? Uh, something wrong here? Uh, there's uh, something wrong with this uh, restaurant that I'm in? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, uh, you see this watch? Oh, boy, that looks uh, like a gold watch of some sort. Oh, wow. Uh, what are you, what is a policeman doing with it? I mean, or, or, or maybe on a lieutenant's salary you can afford such a watch like that? I mean, like, how much does a watch like that cost? Aha. Uh -huh. Yeah, you mean you never saw this watch? No, not really. It looks gold, though. Uh, how much does it cost? Oh, something like $10,000. $10,000? That's a lot of money. I'm sorry, sir. If you're trying to sell it to me. I'm a policeman on duty. I do not sell these things here now. Now, you listen to me very carefully, okay? Okay, what was the problem? This young man here says you sold him the watch. Who? Which guy? Uh, this kid over here, this uh, uh, this boy over here. Him? Never saw him in my life. What? What are you talking about? You're lying. Of course you saw me. You sold me the watch. You told me you had a visit. Your, 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 your mother in a hospital. And you wanted to bring some. You're from out of town. Me? Can't you tell by my accent? I always grew up in New York. What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about out of town, eh? And I talk like you do in Philadelphia, too. Oh, yeah. Well, I wasn't from Philadelphia. But that's what I thought when you said you were out of town. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I don't know you. I don't know you. I don't know this kid. Uh, can I go back to eating? Aha, uh -huh, very interesting. He doesn't identify you. He says he doesn't know you. We got a problem here. Wait a minute. We don't have such a problem. I could solve the problem. I remember, my Rebbe taught us about translating the Dominic. The what? Uh, prayers, Hebrew prayers, you know, the Jewish prayers. All right, now what does that have to do with the watch? Well, you see, one of the brachos in the morning, the what? Uh, uh, blessings in the morning, that we say, we thank Hashem. Uh-huh. Uh, God. We, we thank Hashem. Uh, that uh, that means to open your eyes to see things more clearly, not just to understand the ways of Hashem or understand things. You see, um, like many people walk around the streets and they look here, they look there, and they don't really look with their eyes the way they should. Aha! Uh -huh. I mean, what is this? Uh, I'm not sure I follow. Uh, what you trying to tell? It's very simple. You see, a person does what? A person looks and and he doesn't always see. For example, Mr. Detective, um, uh, 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 okay, don't turn around and tell me the waiter, uh, what color socks is he wearing? What? How can I see his socks? His pants is covering his socks. Uh, not really. This weight is wearing, like, a pants that's, you know, like, it's a little short on here. You can see his colored socks. Uh, oh. Uh, let me see that. Oh, you're right, sonny boy. <laughs> that's very interesting. So what does that have to do with the watch? A very simple. Remember when I told you that he showed me a receipt? A what? Receipt? I never showed you anything. I don't even know you. Uh, what is this kid doing over here? What, do you, what is he uh, bothering me for? Can I go eat? Uh, not yet. 
Go ahead, kid. I'm listening. Well, if he doesn't know me and he never saw me, then how could I describe his wallet? What? What are you talking about? Hey, maybe you saw me take up my wallet. Oh, yeah? How do I know what's inside your wallet? Inside my wallet? What are you talking about? You have a crocodile brown uh, 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 leather wallet, right? Well, um, all right, mister, please take it out. Let's see. That's uh, a very important factor here. Oh, well, I, uh, uh, I don't have to show this. You need to do it. Let me do it. Uh, sir, um, he said he saw you, and you're saying you didn't. This is word against yours. <laughs> He's just a kid. I'm 15 years old. I'm not just a little kid, you know. Okay? I'm smart enough to know that you're a swindler of some sort. Oh, swindler. <laughs> Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, you know, uh, can I please eat before it gets cold? I'm sorry, sir. Um, you see, uh, you must take out your wallet right now. Okay, I'll take it out. Okay, so uh, you must have sold me and I take it out when I paid the, the cashier. But I didn't pay the cashier yet. You usually pay after you get your tab. You didn't pay it. You didn't take out your wallet to the cashier yet. Ah, so the kid says it's a, uh, it's a brown uh, crocodile leather wallet. Okay, what else, kid, can you tell me? Uh, well, uh, he's got a receipt in there that says he paid uh, 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 $60 for, for the watch. Yeah, he has such a receipt inside there that says he paid $60 for it. And plus, he has this foreign stamp that was sticking out from one of the bill folders. What are you talking about? A forest stamp? <laughs> Why would I use a forest stamp to mail a letter? Uh, let me just take a look at this, please. You just don't move where you are. Let me see this wallet here. Oh, what is this little paper here? Oh, a forged receipt that says you paid $50, no, $60, $60. It is. I should have wrote a little clearer. $60 for this gold imitation watch. It is no imitation watch here. And let me just see this billfold. Well, what do you know? A stamp is sticking out. And by the language on the top that's sticking out for the words, it's foreign. Ah, oh, how do you like that? Hmm. And don't move here, sir. And just in case you're not aware of it, I have a bunch of police officers outside. Take a look outside the restaurant window. Oh, boy. Oh boy, all those guys are just for this kid who stole the watch. I know, I don't think he stole the watch. I think you did. And not only like that, I think you stole the stamp collection. Um, let me see now what's going on here. Captain! Oh, Captain, what are you doing here? I came by here because I heard that what's going on here. And it just so happens that if he stole the watch, then he had to steal the stamp collection. And what is that I just overheard as it came in? You got a stamp here? Let me see it. How do you like that? It matches one of the missing stamps. Arrest this guy. This is the thief. Kid, you're free to go. And sure enough, the kid, young Kala, uh, 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 getting hurts, uh, was free to go. And, and he had a very interesting story to tell when he came home and visited everybody. And he brought in their presents and so on and so forth. And Baruch Hashem, he got home before the tightness was over, and before they went to Megillah Lading, before they gave Mahasa Shekel and everything, and it was really, really good. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened. Okay, and so, um, uh, how did I do? 
Oh, that was a very nice story. You did a pretty good job. And now I want you to wish everybody a good Shabbos and carry some Purim. Oh, that's really next week. Oh, okay. Everybody have a wonderful Shabbos and a great weekend. And see you all next week. And if you like this story, uh, let me know. And then maybe I'll tell the story next week again. If I bear a flesh, right? Oh, uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Now, bye, everybody. Goodbye.